Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Live the World Christian Tabernacle's International Noonday Bible Study. We are so excited that you are here today. We thank God for another time that we can come together, another time that we can study His Word and get to know Him so much better because we want more in 24. Amen. So we greet you on behalf of our co-founders, Archbishop Rick W. Smith. We thank God for our senior pastor, Pastor Oshibar Hartman and Lady E. We thank God for giving you and accepting you. Tune in today, amen, to discuss, amen, and dig into the Word of God. Hallelujah. Because God is good and He's worthy to be praised. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. We thank Him. We praise Him. I was glad when they said unto me, Come, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. To incline in the beauty of holiness and to endow in this, this temple. We thank God for just this day that God allowed us to come together today and, uh, and we have the use excuse me, of our limbs, our reasonable use of our strength, and we love Him for that. We give Him praise, we give Him honor, we give Him glory. We bless Him today in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you right now. We go before the throne of God. Father God, we thank you. For just another day that you said us, God, we thank you, Lord God, that you would use this word today, oh God, to empower us, oh God, to let us know that we do have kingdom authority, hallelujah, and we can walk in your authority, God, we can live in it, and we don't have to lack in anything because you have supplied all of our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus, because the earth is the Lord and the fullness of us. And the day that dwell therein. So we know that our Father is rich. Hallelujah. And house and land. And we have a thousand ways to bless us. So today we give him praise. We give him honor. We give him glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah. 
uh, how they used to do church and forget about all that and focus on receiving one another and unifying one another in the body of Christ. And so uh, Paul, in this 15th chapter, is letting them know that, yes, we do have liberties, uh, 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 Christian liberties uh, that, that's allowed, but not for the pleasure, but for the glory of God. And for the good of others, we must please our neighbors for the good of his soul, not by serving his wicked will or, or human uh, uh, humoring him in a sinful way. No. For if we if we just seek to please man, we are not the servants of God. Christ's whole life was a self-denying, self-displeasing life, and he is the most advanced Christian. So he who is is the most conformed to Christ, considering his spotless purified purified in holiness, nothing could be more contrary to him than to make he made sin and a curse for us to have the the reproach of God fall upon him and the just for the unjust. He bore the gift of sin and the curse for it. We are only called to bear a little of the trouble of it. He bore the Perception of sin of the wicked. He what took all of our wickedness and took it to the cross. We are called only to bear the failing of the weak and should not be should not we be humble, self-denying, and ready to consider one another who are the members of one another the scriptures are, are written for our use and benefit as much as it's those who are who are who are given first. Those who most learn who are most likely mighty in the scriptures. That that comfort refrain from the word of God is the secure and sweetest and the greatest stay in in which in hope. The spirit as a comforter is the earnest in our inheritance. This like my this like mindedness must be according to the precepts of Christ, according to his pattern and his example. It is divine master and it is the gift of God and the precious gift it is, for which we must earnestly speak unto him. Our divine master invites his disciples to encourage to, to encourage them by showing himself as a meek and lowly in spirit. The same disposition ought to mark the conduct of his service, especially the strong towards the weak. The great and the end of all action must be that God may be glorified. Nothing more forward this than the mutual love and kindness of those who profess religion. Those that agree in Christ may well agree 
among themselves. And so Christ is fulfilled in the prophecies and the promises relating to the Jews, and the Gentiles convert must have no excuse for despising them. them. The Gentiles being brought into the church and are accompanied in patience and tribulation. We join together in that. So they should praise God, calling upon the nations to praise the Lord, shows that they are of knowledge of him upon all nations to praise God, so that we have knowledge of him. We shall never seek to seek to Christ till we trust him. The whole plan of redemption is suited in reconciling us one to another, while as well as our gracious God, so that we so that an abiding hope eternal life through the sanctifying and the comforting power of the Holy Spirit may be attained. Our own power will never reach this. Therefore, whether there's hope, where this is hope is, is abounding, abounding and the blessed Spirit may have all glory, all joy, all peace, all source of true joy, and the, and the peace that surpasses doubt and fear through the power of the working of the Holy Spirit. So as we went through uh, uh, on last time, we talked about uh, verses 13 to, to uh, 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 14. And now the grace of the God of hope who fills you with all joy and peace in believing that may that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I believe I'm also persuaded that my brethren, that you are filled with goodness, filled of all knowledge, and are able to also admonish one another. Paul is saying to them, like we talked about last week, that he's believing in them that they're going to be encouraging one another, that they're going to be strengthening another. And because they are filled with the knowledge of God. Not only that, that they are filled with goodness. Now Paul is, 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 is admonishing them that they are filled with goodness, and he's admonishing them, and he's letting them know that they're able to admonish one another. So he's demonstrating what he wants, what he knows that they can do. He is admonishing them and letting them know that they have the same goodness in them, and they are equipped to admonish each other. And that's what we should do as the body of Christ. We should always be uh, uh, concerned about admonishing one another and encouraging one another. No matter where we are fall, if we falter in something, we should not try to beat one another down. We should be admonishing another, encouraging another. So Paul is letting them know that I believe in you guys, that there's goodness in you. Uh, 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 that you, I'm, I'm persuaded that you all have full, even if they have goodness, but full of goodness. That 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 what's going to come out of you is going to be goodness. Not only that, but you're full of all knowledge. Why? Why are you saying this? He is saying this because he knows that they have the power of the Holy Ghost indwelling in them. So if you have Holy Ghost in you indwelling, then goodness should be evident. Because one of the fruits of the Spirit is goodness. Oh, 
my God. One of the fruit of the Spirit is goodness. So Paul saying, knowing that they have the Holy Spirit in them, that there should be goodness inside of them. But he's saying, I know that you are full of goodness because I know you have the power of the Holy Ghost. So even if somebody falls and they fall short and, and they come up short, we should know that they still are full of goodness because the Holy Ghost abides in them. And then we ought to admonish them because they have all knowledge. And if you have the Holy Ghost, you have knowledge because there is there's a, one of the uh, uh, one of the gifts or one of the one of the gifts of the spirit is the gift of knowledge. And so uh, he said, I know that you are able to admonish each other. So it is it is only by accepting and agreeing with the richness what is written that men can can be like minded. If saints only learn to leave off all gospel distribution, this distribution, distributing, become unified in the point of not judging each other regarding things not written and agreeing with things that are written, there would be a perfect unity in doctrine. That's what Paul is saying. So Christians are to be received each other in spite of their faults and scruples. As Christ has received us, Christ confined his ministry to the Jews to conform, confirm the scriptures. So the Gentiles should be able to hear from the Jews, from a few Jewish scruples, and glorify God for mercy to Christ. So, so no matter what goes on, we have to make sure that we realize that Jesus Christ came to the Jews to fulfill the scripture, not to not to discount the Gentiles, because He includes Gentiles. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Not not that He only loved the Jews, He gave His only begotten Son, but because He so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. And whosoever, whosoever, that means Jews, Gentiles, anybody who accepts him, uh, 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 that they may be saved. Whosoever receives him will be saved. And who, who, who don't receive him, Jews or Gentiles, will not be saved. And so uh, uh, he's, he's telling them that this this what we have to look forward to. Amen. That uh, uh, Jesus came to all everybody. So um, he's saying that here that all things prophesied. So so when we see the Jews who, who saw the prophecy of the Old Testament and Jesus came just to fulfill those prophecies. And so um, the apostle was persuaded that the Roman Christians were filled with a kind and affectionate spirit as well as the knowledge. He had written to remind he had, he had written to remind them of their duty and their danger and their danger because 
God had appointed them, him, minister of Christ to the Gentiles. Paul preached to them, but what what made them sacrifice to God was their sanctification, not his work, but the work of the Holy Spirit. Unholy things can only be pleasing to God, holy, a holy God. But though a great preacher, he could not make one soul obedience further than the Spirit of God, accompanying him to his labor. The scripture he principally sought the good of those that sat in darkness, whatever good would be due. It is Christ because it's fire, not us doing it. That's why we, when we call the book of Acts Apostles, we know it's the book of the Acts of the Apostles by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost demonstrating using them to do those acts in the book of Acts. So, so Paul is just telling, encouraging them now, after you escape them out, let them know that uh, uh, you being a Jew don't make you no better than nobody else. You being a Gentile don't make you no less than anybody else. And he began to straighten them out, and now he's telling them, now I want y'all to come together. I want y'all to be one, be unified. Uh, come together as one and do what just says the Lord. And so uh, we got to make sure that uh, we encouraging one another to stand fast, to be beautiful. Don't uh, look down on your brother and sister to think that you're better than them just because you know a little bit more. You, you study more scripture than them. That don't mean you're better than them. That don't mean you're better than anybody. We're all, all a part of one body. So that, that the feet can't say you're better than the hand. And can't say you better than the eye. The, the eye can't say you better than the nose. No, no part of the body can say they're better than. The now the thing about the body is that some things the body can do without, even though it has. But we, we, as the body of Christ, we not trying to do without any part of the body. We want, we want, we want the body to be complete because it's it's the body of Christ, and Christ can't be incomplete. <laughs> So anytime we take anything out of the body, we find it makes Christ incomplete. And Christ is not incomplete. He, he is perfect and complete. And, and he, he's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. So he don't, he don't want nothing that's not complete and perfect. So we got to make sure that that's what we're doing. We are in Christ and so we are perfect in him. So even though somebody is weak in the faith, it's up to us who are strong in the faith to bring that person up because uh, they always say, even in the world, that the, your weakest, uh, 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 your, your, your strong, your, your strength is in your weakest link. So whoever's weak, you need to make sure that they're built up and become strong so the whole body of Christ can remain strong. Amen? So let's look at verse 15. In 16, it says, Nevertheless, brethren, I have written 
the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God, that I should be the minister of Christ to the Gentiles ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentile might be acceptable being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. Okay? So Paul is, is testifying of his ministry. He's telling you that he, he has the pleasure, he has the uh, assignment to minister to the Gentiles. So he's letting the, 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 the church at Rome know that nevertheless, brethren, I am I have written the more boldly unto you in the in some sort as putting you in mind. He's reminding them. Uh, 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 because it is the grace that was given by God to him. God gave him grace so he could minister to them so they become now in the knowledge of God. So so you can't, just like the Jews, you, can't, you have nothing to boast on. It was the grace of God that allowed Paul to minister to them so now they can come into the body of Christ. So they don't have no right to be looking down on nobody because it is all the grace of God. No matter what we accomplish in life, no matter what we think we have achieved, it's only because the grace of God. That's it. We can't boast on anything. That's why Paul Paul told the same church, it's not a worse that any man should boast. It ain't your work that got you uh, uh, in the right standing with God. He said, no, I came to bring a new law. So we can't boast on uh, because I pay my tithes, because I'm always at church. Because I, every time the church is open, I'm there. I, I, been, I, I was, Some people say I was, I was born in church. <laughs> I was born in church. I heard them say, I was born in church. Now, I know your mama didn't get labor pains in church. And, and uh, everybody, and, and, and uh, the, the midwife of the living baby in the church. But people sit, make that statement as a as a as a uh, a statement to boast on 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 their being so right with God. But that's not that don't make you right with God. Even if you were born physically in the church. It don't make you right with God. It's the grace of God. The Paul putting them in mind, reminding them that it was the grace of God through the Holy Spirit that allowed him to minister to them the gospel. And that's how they become redeemed and part of the body of Christ. Paul said, I don't, I don't take no credit it was all given to me by the Holy Ghost. Minister to you guys, so now you are saved. And uh, when we offer the Gentiles up, it's through the sanctification of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Paul is saying, I'm, I, I ain't taking credit on nothing because it is by the Holy Spirit. That God sets you guys apart. 
unto himself. This, this uh, church in Rome is it, it, a product of what the Holy Spirit is doing. Uh, not any one of us. So none of us can take credit on what the Holy Spirit has done in this church. So so we are all on even keel because it's the Holy Spirit that did the work, not us. We can't boast on nothing. We can't say that we, we're the one who, uh, we're the first one who got saved and we say we're the one who sent the word. No, uh-uh. it's the Holy Spirit that did everything because the Bible says no man can come to the Father except the Spirit him. And, and after the Spirit Lord, you've got to come to Jesus. Jesus said, I am the door. If any man comes in, he will come by me. If he don't come to me, he's a thief and a robber. Oh, my goodness. So, so Paul is straightening out this, this, this church in Rome that, listen, it, 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 it ain't none of you, you, none of y'all can take credit on nothing. But it was the Holy Spirit that brought us all in knowledge of God. That made us, just like Jesus told Nicodemus. We can, we can, we can go to Matthew or John 3. John 3. And Mr. Jesus came to Jesus by night and asked the question. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. <clears throat> Mr. Demon said, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said, Verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it lifted, but thou hearest the sound thereof. The chance canst not tell where it came from and where it's gone. So is every man, everyone who's born of spirit. So you gotta be born again. So you can't you can't take credit on your salvation. It is the spirit that 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 works you. You have to be born again. He said that which which is flesh is flesh. Spirit is spirit. So you must be born again. Amen. So we so we, we we see we we did uh fifteen and sixteen. Okay, nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God, that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentile ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So Paul said his 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 ministry to, to the Gentiles is to offer up the Gentiles as a as a as an offering before God. 
and it is offered before God, it has to be holy and acceptable. It has to be sanctified, and it only to be sanctified by the Holy Ghost. Amen? So, then let's go to uh, verse 17 and 18. I have therefore, whereof I may glory to Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ had not lost by me, to make the Gentile obedient by the word of word or deed. Paul said, I ain't trying to brag on no success. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag on nothing that I have done because I, have, I can't do nothing without God. Nothing without God. So Paul said, through Christ, oh, okay, you know, yeah. Yeah, um, Paul persuaded of seven things that number one, that God would fill them with joy, that He would fill them with peace, that He would, oh yeah, we see we I have spoken freely of you to view of my popular office to the Gentiles. I am commissioned by God, commissioned by Jesus Christ to minister to you, Gentiles, in the gospel of God. Gentiles, the gospel of God, that your consecration may be acceptable to God, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So be holy and sanctified or consecrated, set apart for a sacred purpose. So, so Paul is saying there's two things that, like verse 17, I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ to these those things which pertain to God. Those ten things are peace, Romans 5 and 1, life, Romans 6 and 11, eternal life, which is Romans 6 and 26, Four is thanks for thanks for salvation, Romans seven and twenty twenty three. Boasting, victory, air, airship, 
ठीके? God glorified salvation. This included all these different nations. Paul has summed up the New Testament program, preaching the gospel, confirming the gospel. So those two things is the preaching the gospel and confirming the gospel. So he said, For I will not dare to speak of any anything, any of those things which Christ has not wrought by me. Also, I ain't taking credit for nothing that I did not do. He used me mightily, but I'm not going to take credit for nothing Peter did, nothing that Barnabas uh, 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 did, nothing that Silas did. No, I'm going to take, take credit for nothing because I'm, I'm trying to boast on nothing. <clears throat> a lot of times, you know, we want to take credit for stuff. One of the things we have to realize that we we can do nothing without God. Without it is impossible to do anything. As Jesus said in, the, uh, in John 15, you can do this. So I am the, I'm the true vine, and my father is the husband. And every branch in me that bears not fruit, he take it away, and every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. For ye are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Except it abide in the vine, no more can it except to be abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him, the same bring forth much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Paul is, Paul is, is confirming that. Without God, you, you can't do nothing. Jesus, you, and this is Jesus saying, I am the vine. You are the branches. You abide in me, you bring forth much fruit. But I'm here to tell you, without me, you can do nothing. You got to understand that whatever knowledge you think you have, we should not be boasting on it and think that we have lied. Yes, we, we, we really uh, did something great because we can do nothing without Christ. Set our lives and give us another day so we can move on and we, we, we want to start with you because we so much know it. Yeah, you realize that you can do nothing about that. How can you see enough anything? So let's go to verse 19. Do mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God so that from Jerusalem Round about all the times I have fully preached the gospel of Jesus. Paul is saying, don't get a twisted now. I've, I've been preaching. I've been preaching 
For a visit or something. This may please us. It is just me expecting that all Christians that they should promote every good year. Especially that blessed work, that blessed work, conversion of souls. Christian society is heavenly, heavenly, heaven upon earth. So, Father was going to do this as messenger says, God loves carefully gifts. Everything that passes in the Christian should be a priest, instant of unity, heaven God. The Gentile received the gospel of salvation from the Jews. Therefore, we're bound to minister them to them in which what was needed for the body. <clears throat> Concerning what is expected from them to speak doubtfully, but concerning what is expected by speak confidence, cannot set little to little of men. Not too much of it. How I spoke to say this to you, Pastor, Pastor, and Jeff, and in the phone, not you. Pastor, 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 Come on, clap your hands tonight. Listen. When my work is done and my race has been won, heaven is waiting. Heaven is waiting for me. Mm. When I've done my best and withstood the ultimate test, heaven is waiting. Heaven is waiting for me. Mm. Jesus went away. 
to prepare a place for me. And when he comes again, that's where I'll spend eternity. Heaven is waiting.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 